Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Got a lot of stuff to get to. Some uh, Kamala Harris stuff. She's getting a new image director, I guess, because, uh, you know, she's terrible. Got some Omicron and, uh, you know, some news on the virus and how it's sweeping across America. And as many as 50% of households in some boroughs in New York have uh, the Omicron. That's where I got mine. That's where I got mine. Normally, you go to New York, you go in these little shops. They got tchotchkes, you know. They got, uh, you know, candlesticks and uh, T-shirts and stuff that say, uh, I love New York and all. I got, I got Corona. <clears throat> With coronavirus, so, you know. But I also brought back with me a whole bag of antibodies. Hopefully that'll work for me. Um, before we dive into it here real quick, this is pretty funny. Um, popular restaurant in Houston called uh, Presley's uh, Southern Good Eatery has put up some funny uh, things on their marquee, including uh, one that said, no masks needed unless you look like Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> and then, uh, then one with the tag, let's go, Brandon. And apparently it's freaked out the left, even though the left never eats it. Presley's Southern Good Eatery. I mean, like, dear God, I don't think they serve tofu there. Uh, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, Allison Cook, the Twitter user who posted the image first, a Houston Chronicle restaurant critic. She attacked Presley's where there a company text, why, yes, I'd like a side of misogyny and COVID protocol defiance with my chicken fried steak. How very academic of you, you. In a follow-up tweet, Cook added, uh, also, we could fold in some ageism with that. Perfect. Like I've said, Nancy Pelosi is a happy American grandma. Yeah, happy American grandma. Put that on your minivan. H-A-G, happy American grandma. Apparently, the restaurant owner says Presley's one under attack on social media. Their voicemails from callers saying they hope their business uh, loses all their employees and goes bankrupt. Um, actually, business has been through the through the ceiling because you know what the left always loses and they wouldn't eat at Presley's in the first place. They wouldn't be caught dead there. They would, they would sit there like a three-year-old picking at broccoli if you put some uh, biscuits and gravy in front of them, you know, or some chicken and waffles in front of them, you know, or like, a, you know, a, an omelet. They just pick at it, and they think, oh, that, that's got whatever in it. I can't eat that. Oh, my God. I better go throw up. So there you go. <clears throat> Presley's is kicking butt. They're doing really If I ever make it down there, I'm going to go to Presley's. Oh, a National Geographic author has written a book and claims that Kyle Rittenhouse they killed two black men in a new book. Yeah, this is how uh, just, I mean, worthless this author is. Uh, Egyptologist Karen um, Kara Cooney, in her book, The Good Kings, 
Quote, consider Kyle Rittenhouse, who used his semi-automatic weapon to kill two black men in Kenosha, Wisconsin, while waging a glorious war on behalf of his inherited white power. Uh, problem was he shot three white guys and uh, two of them to death, and one of them uh, blew his bicep off because he pulled the gun on him. And it was all in self-defense. And this author also uh, said that uh, civil rights activist Rosa Parks sat in the white section of a bus in Montgomery, Alabama. Um, no, no, actually, uh, she refused to give up her seat to a white passenger is what it was. So there you go. Good job writing there. Good job. Usually try to get your facts correct when you write. I'm just saying. Before we talk about Kamala Harris, of course, we have to play the theme song. Jim Gossett, ladies and gentlemen, singing Kamala. She's side, but won't go to the border. Not From Mexico, she stays so very far. She doesn't seem to care about law and order. Kamala. Kamala. Responsibility, she's always shirking. Maybe she's relaxing in some spa. It's seldom that you'll ever see her working. Kamala, there you go. Sing along. Kamala, Kamala, I know that it's a mystery. Da, 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 da. That Kamala, Kamala could somehow become the VP. You know she wants to move into the White House. <laughs> She can't wait to become the left's new star. Disaster it would be. What a tragedy if somehow she became the president, Miss Kamala. There you go. <laughs> We're all about show tunes today. Just stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Los Angeles uh, United Schools were planning to implement an extreme vaccine mandate for students. But they had to cancel it when 30,000 kids were not in compliance. You know why? Because parents said, uh, hey, uh, Los Angeles United Schools, um, stuff it. Take your vaccine and stick it. The district has now pushed their mandate back until the fall because many did not comply. So there you go. Take this jab and stick it. I ain't getting no vaccine. Los Angeles had shifted uh, a plan to shift students who um, remained unvaccinated by January 10th to its online school, City of Angels. Many worried about its ability to accommodate tens of thousands of new students at the start of the next semester and the disruption would cause uh, for staff and children. So there you go. Schools in Portland, Oregon tabled discussions this fall amid vigorous pushback about vaccine mandates. New York and Chicago have taken a wait-and-see approach. Not only are they wary of the mandate critics, but they also question whether they should impose a requirement before the FDA uh, fully approves vaccinations for the students. And uh, they're pretty much not necessary. It's kind of interesting. This was on Face the Nation before the beginning of the year. Uh, the big story that has been missed, and it's odd that, that this is all true, but there are still teachers' unions and school districts that are willing to make kids suffer all over again despite this. Well, I want to get to underreported stories uh, as well. Jan? Oh, I, for me, I mean, I, my kids hear me rant about this every day, so I may as well tell you guys. It's, it's the crushing impact 
that our COVID policies have had on young kids and children. Mm -hmm. uh, by far. You In know, Chicago, let's do it again. Least serious risk for serious illness. Uh, but, I mean, even teenagers, you know, a healthy teenager has a one in a million chance of getting and, di and dying from COVID, which is way lower than, you know, dying in a car wreck on a road. This is Face the Nation on CBS. Trip. Uh, but they have suffered and sacrificed the most, especially kids and underrepresented. For the first time on this show, it's really not BS. At-risk communities. And now we have the Surgeon General saying there's a mental health crisis mm -hmm. among our kids. Oh, suicide, schmoocide. Uh, the risk of suicide, girl, suicide attempts among girls now up 51% this year. Uh, Combine that with guys trying to get on their swim team. Black kids uh, nearly twice as likely as, as white kids to die by suicide. I mean, school closures, lockdowns, cancellation of sports. You couldn't even go on a playground yeah, in the yeah, D.C. Yeah, area yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, without yeah, cops yeah. scurrying, uh, getting, mm -hmm. shooing the kids off. Tremendous negative impact on kids. And it's been an afterthought. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's hurt their dreams, their future, learning loss. Risk. We have an entire generation of kids. We have no freaking clue what's down the road for them. Risk of abuse, their mental health, and now with our knowledge, our vaccines, uh, if our policies don't reflect a more measured and reasonable approach for our children. What does reason have to do with teachers' unions? They don't care. Early data suggests strongly that the Omicron virus, while more infectious than its predecessors, is significantly less deadly. Many parents with students in districts where states have not required schools to remain open face the possibility of yet another unwelcome return to so-called virtual learning. Didn't you hear that thing about suicide? I thought it, they said something about suicide in there anyway. For example, the number of school districts in Philadelphia area have already made a decision to close schools for in-person learning. Other school districts polled by the television station are remaining open for now, but are warning of potential shutdowns depending on COVID case numbers, rising the uh, possibility the parents will once again have to scramble for last-minute child care arrangements, also maybe psychological counseling and suicide prevention. If the school district and or teachers unions decide they do not want to remain open for in-person instruction, there remains little evidence that keeping schools open for in-person learning contributes to the spread of the COVID by any measurable degree, even during the Delta variant, which was said to affect children more than any previous uh, variant. In response to this evidence, a number of states, including New Jersey, which has been one of the most aggressive pro-lockdown states in the country under Governor Phil Murphy, his tool, uh, passed laws requiring school districts to keep their doors open. However, in states where this legislation is deferred to teachers' unions who fail to act, parents are once again facing the prospect of resumption of widely panned remote learning options, which attribute to the aforementioned, I don't know, suicide attempt rate among other stuff among other stuff uh, they used it last year and they're gonna use it again this year they're gonna use it again this year oh and Anthony Fauci was uh, this weekend on uh, I think it was MSNBC and says that you should you, now listen are you ready are you ready for the goalpost to be shifted he's saying that you shouldn't dine out unless you are triple vaxxed uh, unless everybody in the restaurant is triple vaxxed and you know it. In other words, don't go out to dinner. You know, when you're having such a, I call it a tsunami of infections, Dana, we are seeing people 
who are vaccinated and boosted who are getting breakthrough infections. So when you're in a situation where you have so many infections going out, the thing that you want to say is that if you want to do... So crawl under a freaking rock and stop living, I guess. Things like that. Better do them in a setting where you know the people around you are vaccinated and boosted. And that's the reason why I've been saying... You know, a place where everybody knows your name and they're always glad you came. ...when asked about the holiday season, the safest thing to do is to be in a home setting, friends, relatives who you know are vaccinated mm -hmm. and boosted. If you want to go the extra step of safety, then get a quick antigen test, which will give you an extra degree of safety. What you want to avoid are places where you have 20, 30, 40, 50 people, many of whom you have no idea of whether or not they're that's vaccinated. Like a restaurant. Or boosted. That's more risky than that, in the home setting. Is this how you want to live? I'm serious. Do you want to live in fear? Do you want to wear a freaking mask that doesn't work? Do you want to not go out to dinner? Do you want to insist that everybody in your home be vaccinated, if not tested before they arrive? Is that the life you want to live, kids? Because you know what? I know. I know. Oh, by the way, uh, you know, in case you wanted to know, Marjorie Taylor Greene was uh, booted from Twitter for misinformation. I believe that uh, Rachel Maddow should be erased from Twitter, from YouTube and everything because she lied about the vaccine. It means for instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person to person, spreading and spreading, sickening some of them, but not all of them. And the ones that it doesn't sicken don't know they have it. She said that the vaccine would prevent getting infected for a year. And they give it to even more people because they didn't recognize they were. Right? Instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person, potentially mutating and becoming more virulent and drug resistant along the way, now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops. Okay, see, that is misinformation. That is disinformatia. And she needs to be removed from social media. I mean, come on, if we're going to be, if we're going to be uh, completely honest, and the left is never completely honest because they really just want to parlay this into something big for the election year. That's what they want to do. That's what it's all about. <laughs> left wing. Here is Dr. Robert Malone talking to uh, Joe Rogan, who's kind of become this sage uh, with regard to um, uh, popular culture, uh, doing a good uh, interviews. Uh, but here he is talking about what's going on in this country right now. It's called mass formation psychosis. From basically European intellectual inquiry into what the heck happened in Germany in the 20s and 30s. You know, very uh oh, he's going to make a Germany comparison. And by the way, he's spot on. Intelligent, highly educated population, and they went barking mad. Um, and how did that happen? Um, the answer is mass formation psychosis. When you have a society that has become decoupled from each other and has free floating anxiety and a sense that things don't make sense, we can't understand it. And then their attention gets focused by a leader or a series of events on one small point, just like hypnosis. Those unvaccinated, filthy, foul, unvaccinated. They're the reasons why Omicron. They literally become hypnotized. They need to have a passport. They can't be allowed in. And can be led anywhere. 
And one of the aspects of that phenomena is the people... We should identify them. Maybe they might have to show their papers or something. But they identify as their leaders. The ones typically that come in and say, you have this pain and I can solve it for you. I and I alone. Okay. I think that uh, Joe Biden said he was going to fix this all. He was going to, he was going to, you know, give, kiss the boo boo. I didn't like that. And fix this problem for you. Okay. Then they will lead. They will follow that person through. It doesn't matter whether they lie to him or whatever. Uh-uh. The data are irrelevant. And furthermore, anybody who questions that narrative is to be immediately attacked. They are the other. <sighs> this is central to mass formation psychosis, and this is what has happened. We had all those conditions. Do you remember back before? Do you remember us not going to church? Do you remember that and not going to work and not having our kids in the schools and, you know, not having concerts, not being able to go out anywhere, not being able to walk your dog some places without a mask on? Yeah, remember that, all that stuff? Yeah, yeah I'd call that, uh, I'd definitely call that mass formation psychosis. Before 2019, everybody was complaining, the world doesn't make sense, blah, blah, blah. Joe oh. Biden was going to fix everything. He said it during the campaign. And we're all isolated from each other. We're all on our little tools. We're not connected socially anymore, except through social media. Oh, yeah. Um, and then this thing happened, and everybody focused on it. That is how mass formation psychosis happens. I don't know what you're talking about, mass formation psychosis. I mean, for instance, right now we'd have a new variant. It's called Omicron. It's, uh, it's more infectious, but, uh, you know, far fewer hospitalizations and all that stuff. So I don't know what this whole, uh, you know, uh, mass formation psychosis is about. We can't confirm that the patient died from COVID, but we can say that he was Omicron positive at the time of his death. So he died with COVID, but you can't say that he died from COVID. The only COVID deaths uh, from Omicron so far in the country, which has happened in Texas. Correct. Texas confirmed the first death from Omicron here death. in the U.S. Whoops. The U.S. has now confirmed its first death, death from Omicron. Death as COVID surges are surging. Our first Omicron-related death. The nation now with its first known death from Omicron. First confirmed death from the Omicron variant. The U.S. has also now confirmed its first known death from the Omicron variant. It's the first known death from Omicron. The first person confirmed to have died of Omicron in the U.S. We've just confirmed the first. Meanwhile, they've already had two people murdered in uh, Philadelphia this year. Death in the United States due to the Omicron variant. Death now from the Omicron variant. First death due to the Omicron variant. Death from the Omicron variant in the U.S. Mass formation psychologists, smash formation psychologists. The U.S. suffered its first death from the new strain. It is very possible. There have been other deaths. The first death from the Omicron variant. The U.S has reported its first death linked to the Omicron variant. We're going to see certainly hospitalizations and deaths. The one thing that we are seeing is that, if anything, it does not appear to be more severe. It might, in fact, be less severe, but we're holding off on that till we see how it does in our own country. So, I mean... You haven't That's seen the worst of Omicron. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. Hospitals are now bracing for an ominous outbreak of Omicron. Here's Omicron. The country appears to be slipping into a COVID vice tonight. The aggressive Delta variant squeezing us from one side. The more contagious Omicron strain multiplying. I don't understand this uh, mass formation psychosis. How does that happen? I mean, seriously. No, I know it. Actually, it's fairly obvious. <laughs> Our dollar is going down. Your dollar is buying less. One thing that you can always depend on is precious metals, silver and gold. And if you are considering investing in those, a 
American Hartford Gold is the company that I would suggest. They sell physical silver and gold delivered right to your door or inside of your IRA. They make it easy, by the way. Highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. Call them right now. They'll give you up to $1,500 worth of free silver on the first order. Yeah. Here is the number. 866-204-8226. 866-204-8226. Or text Rob, R-O-B, my name, to 65532. Remember that. Rob to 65532 for American Hartford Gold. 65532. I'm not much of a gambler. I'm terrible at gambling. I only play blackjack. But one time, and are you ready for this? Last time I went to Vegas, I go with my wife and we're on the strip. And there's one table on the strip, and it's the game War, which is the dumbest game. All you do is you put your card over, and the, the dealer puts a card over, and whosever card gets it wins. And I decided to sit down and play War because it's the dumbest game you can play, and I'm a terrible gambler with the attention span of a fruit fly. So I sit down with the entire budget of our Vegas visit for gambling in my pocket, which is $300. We were at a long weekend in Vegas. I took $300. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. That's all we're going to spend. And by God, I lost that $300. My wife was uh, really mad. But for a while there, I had a bunch of, literally, I had a bunch of people surrounding the war table to watch the idiot over here uh, lose at war. Yeah, yeah, kind of embarrassing. Kind of embarrassing. Didn't, didn't, uh, didn't get a lot of interaction with the wife that weekend. Nancy in Richmond, VA, is calling. She was in uh, in D.C. on January the 6th of 2021. Hello there, Nancy. Hey, Rob. Thank you so much. Love you, love you, love you. I listen thank to you every you, time in the you. car. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. What's up? How did it go? And uh, what did you see on January 6th? Where were you and what happened? Well, basically, I just saw mothers, grandmothers, grandparents, children, veterans, I have everyday people up there. And then uh, my GOP women's group, and I can't say the name, yeah. um, we, we, we went up there together. So about five or six of us went together um, on a bus. We went up there, and we saw, we saw people in cat, you know, plaited in black. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they must have been the Capitol Police. That's what we thought. We also saw some Antiva members that were dressed up ready to rumble, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and some of them were wearing backward uh, hats. They're uh, Donald Trump hats. Yeah. Um, and we remember seeing a, uh, 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 something that came out, um, a website, um, because uh, we want to keep in the know, um, of the other side. We found out that they were meeting up in Ashland, Virginia, at a bus stop up there to pick up their Trump gear. In other words, they had planned this all along, okay? I was up there, and uh, when Obama took office, I was up there uh, up in the early 2000s. There were 2.5 million people up there. They knew what, what was going on. They knew to use this opportunity to bring Trump down and to make us look bad. I'm tired of being called an insurrectionist. I'm yeah. tired of being called a terrorist. And I'm tired of being, um, I'm just an everyday uh, working grandmother, okay? Yeah. Yeah. And, but yet the people that they're holding in uh, the D.C. jail are being, um, they're being starved, they're being brutalized. It's like we're living in the Soviet Union. Yeah, it is. And I'm going to tell you, Nancy, and I told you this. This was the Democrats' attempt to replicate the Reichstag moment 
uh, where Hitler, uh, you know, essentially seized control of Germany. That's what this is all about. The Democrat Party, um, they know what happened in the election. Uh, we know what happened in the election. We knew because on November the 4th, the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party all said that criticizing the results of the election, questioning any of the results from the election, was misinformation or disinformation, Nancy. That day, there was scheduled to be a 24-hour uh, meeting, televised meeting about the election results where reams and reams of evidence and testimony were to be shown in front of Congress before the consideration of a an election certification. The only way for that to end would have to be a major interruption. That's why I absolutely believe, and it will come out in the wash, Nancy, that this was a planned insurrection. It was planned by the Democrat Party in cahoots with the FBI, the intelligence community, and at least 13 counter-protesting groups, anti-Trump groups, as admitted by Newsweek magazine, of them Antifa. So, Nancy, yeah. I'm sick and damn tired of being called insurrectionists. It's bullcrap. And all of this is going to come out in the wash. Heads are going to roll and people are going to go to jail. And you and I, Nancy, are going to do our happy dance. Well, I'm, just one last thing, real yes. quick, Rob, that if uh, they allow this, if they overturn the filibuster and they allow this bill to go through, that is going to federalize voting, um, uh, voting um, laws, yes. Guess what? Guess what? A Republican, they're anticipating a red wave. They know it's coming through, and they're trying to block it. Oh, of course they are. They're trying to do everything. They, they, they tried to make yesterday, and, and literally, uh, Steve Bannon said they're going to try and make January 6th Christmas for Democrats every year. Uh, and they did their darn best yesterday to uh, over-dramatize January the 6th. And, and i got to tell you, Nancy, it's not resonating. It, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's doing a face plant, Nancy. So. Yeah, well, we're, us women are going to, us Republicans, we need to stand strong. Uh, conservative, true Americans stand strong, fight, and you know they're going to cheat, and they're going to cheat big, but let's make sure that we win big. And uh, and everybody needs to work for your local Republican um, um, uh, campaign. Yep. Exactly, because we've got to we got to do big here. Come on, Nancy. Come on, baby. She's fired up. Woo! 199,000, another big miss here. Wow. Uh, November revised up to just 249 from 210,000. Uh, private sector jobs were 211, so it looks like we might have lost some government jobs there. Mm -hmm. Not a good day Tells for the Biden administration, no siree. But uh, Joe Biden says today uh, it was a historic day. But this morning, I want to talk about, uh, uh, I think it's a historic day for our economic recovery. Where does he get his turd polish, I wonder? Uh, you know, do they sell that at those automotive stores, the turd polish? Because clearly the, uh, the Biden administration uses a whole lot of turd polish. <sighs> and it's still not very shiny. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I did want to get back to uh, Tucker Carlson uh, grilling Ted Cruz about so calling the uh, non-insurrectionists on uh, Capitol Hill January the 6th of 2020 uh, terrorists. Uh, before we move on to other stuff, here is a little bit more. And, and particularly, uh, he's asking, and it's about time somebody asked someone higher up in the Republican Party who the hell Ray Epps is. The guy who appeared in downtown Washington, D.C. the night before January the 6th was saying, 
saying, we have to go into the building. People surrounded him and started shouting, Fed, 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 Fed. Then he arrived on Capitol Hill, where he led people into the building. He was seen glad-handing police officers and government officials, as well as people who were in the crowd. So who's Ray Epps, by the way, since you are a senator? Like, he and this other guy are clearly encouraging the crowd to commit crimes. Neither one has been arrested or charged. What is that, do you think? So I think that is a very good question. I don't know who Ray Epps is. I've seen that video multiple times. Why haven't you talked about it? Why haven't you brought it up? Times It's disturbing. He's clearly urging the crowd to violate the law. When you see the crowd start chanting, Subpoena him. Fed, fed, fed. For him to appear on the FBI's most wanted list and come off, it certainly suggests he was working for the FBI. That's not conclusive, but that's the obvious implication. And the Attorney General and the Department of Justice won't answer. Raising your voice now about it, Ted, will not uh, will not help the year of dithering you've done about it. Question, Tucker. I can tell you, I joined with a number of other senators trying to get the Biden DOJ to answer the question: Why so many January six prisoners are in solitary confinement? Why they're be tr- being treated so much worse than the Antifa rioters and 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 the people who committed firebombing? Why can't you stop it, sir? Coming in, in a year of riots across the country, and this Biden DOJ won't go after them. But let me also make a quick point, Tucker. Remember, while, while thousands of people were standing up to defend this country on January 6th, at that exact moment, I was standing on the Senate floor objecting to the election results, demanding that we, we, we impanel election commission to consider evidence of voter fraud. And I brought together 11 senators to join me in supporting getting to the bottom of that. So of course, it would be ridiculous for me to be saying that the people standing up and protesting to follow the law were somehow terrorists. I was talking about people who commit violence against cops. And you and I both agree, if you commit violence against cops, you should go to jail. And uh, one more little uh, clipperoni here from uh, Ted Cruz and uh, Tucker. Okay, so that, there's, a, there's, a, there's a legal difference, as you well know, better than I do, since you were actually in the running for the Supreme Court. And there's a moral difference between a guy so and Tucker. You know, the the, right, the reason I time. use that word is for a decade I've used that word for people that violently assault cops. I use that word all in 2020 for the Antifa and BLM terrorists that assaulted cops and firebomb police cars. But right. I agree, it was a mistake to use the word yesterday right. because the Democrats and the corporate media have so politicized it. They're yeah. trying to paint everyone as a terrorist, and it's well, a lie. Exactly. And by the way, I've spoken out vocally against your exchange you just had. They want to paint us as Nazis. Yes, oh, no, it's scary. that is what they're trying to do. And I just, look, I'm the one leading the fight in the Senate against this garbage. And it's what Good. I have been doing, and it's what I'll continue doing. Well, I'm not ready to kiss and make up. Yeah, yeah. I just want to tell you that. Yeah. All right, so coming up. Despite the fact that we have had two record-setting days with regard to number of COVID cases, not only since the beginning of the pandemic, but in the world since the beginning of the pandemic, and Joe Biden is in charge, medical professionals are saying he's going the wrong way, and this buffoon is getting ready to double down on stupid. Thanks for listening today. Please share with others. Make sure to check out my show on Newsmax, which is called Rob Carson's What in the World. If you go to NewsmaxTV.com, you can see the archive if you missed last week's episode. In the meantime, God bless you. God bless our military. God bless our police. 
Remember, Ashley Babbitt, and above all, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.